welcome back to another episode of Skulls and Dollars podcast with Miss H and Miss M. M. (laughs) Um, So we're we're cruising along through October. Almost over. You know, our last episode was like October is busy. It Mm -hmm. certainly is. Yes. And um, and we're rolling into November next week. Yeah. Yeah. And so that means if you you know, FAFSA. um, Oh God. Oh, Mrs. M. Fafsa, tell but me. But I finished. You I did fin- finish. We yeah, we finished. Um it it took a minute, but uh you know, you have to collect all of your, you know, your information and uh we made it through. Good. I did make Jordan sit down. Mm-hmm. As I'm doing this, you you're going to sit here, you know, just to see, you know, what I'm doing and um because, you know, when parents do it high school. Right. Sometimes they forget when the students go to college. Like you have to do this every year, right? Um, but I at least wanted her to be aware. You know, there may be some um, reminders that will come through while she's in college. You need to pay attention to that. Yeah, um, I will remember. But you know, I just want to make sure. Um, and you know, not every parent is going to remember that. So right. October first every year, parents, as long as your child is in school, um, you do need to complete your FAFSA. Yeah, that's something that I think a lot of parents kind of forget about mm-hmm. because yeah um, they graduate yeah they think that they FAFSA just at one time mm-hmm. but just keep in mind a lot of scholarships are associated with that mm-hmm. FAFSA so you get um for example if you are a Pell if you're Pell eligible mm-hmm. and you have to demonstrate that every year they don't remind you after a certain point so these Correct. colleges who you know have scholarships that are associated with that Pell grant mm-hmm. um that email is going to go to your student Yes. To remind them to do whatever they need to do to secure their scholarship. And every year, you know, students aren't checking their email. Nope. <laughs> so every I had a student year, at, every day. Every, yeah. I had a student at Charleston Southern who the scholarship was tied to their Pell Grant mm-hmm. and their life scholarship. So mm-hmm. not only did they lose a life scholarship, they didn't do that Pell, they didn't do their FAFSA. So they had a bill for like ten thousand dollars to wow. go back, yeah, wow. and they weren't able to get that, so they had to enlist. Because oh. they didn't, they didn't tell me till late. It wasn't my. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was disappointed too. That went to the extreme. Yeah, it just went right. It went yeah. from just bad to worse. But okay. what happens? I mean, these schools will let you come finish mm-hmm. the semester. They let you finish mm-hmm. or let you do that first semester in a lot of cases. That's and true. then, basically, what happened with him was he did that fall semester mm-hmm. and then had to pay. That ten thousand dollars to return in the spring, mm-hmm. because they'll let you come back. They will to uh, accumulate another bill, correct? And then once you've you know paid your debt for that first part, so it's just kind of like mm-hmm. buying time. Yes. So really, with that, it was already too late mm-hmm. to get that um, Pell Grant, you know, for that uh, spring semester. So they went ahead and did National Guard. Had to do, you know, had to do a lot of things. I think he's wow. back in school okay. this fall. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, that was a lot to try to have to do it to was. get that money to recover. And um, and trying to navigate that solo? I mean, yeah. no help? Well, not checking your email. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yes, yeah, solo. Yeah. Already down there, having a good time in mm-hmm. college. And then having to go in your portal because what was happening was you had to sign to uh, print yeah. off the document, yeah. sign it, take it to the financial aid to say mm-hmm. that you were coming back in the upcoming semester and those kind of things. And there's a deadline attached to that paperwork. Mm-hmm. And if you're not checking your school email or you're not checking the email. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. Okay. You know, you say that portal. Yeah. And the same with admissions decisions. So yeah. I have had students, particularly my cheerleaders, I make them, you know, students that come in our counseling office regularly, mm-hmm. bring their computer in and open their email up. Yep. And I, I mean, Every other day, that's smart. they're yeah. missing an email. And you can't Every do that with day. all the students. So that's why, you know, we're here mm-hmm. on our podcast to tell you that, you know, you can do that as a parent mm-hmm. because they are not checking their email. Right. Um, particularly like Common Black College app. There mm-hmm. are schools that, you know, will require you, even if you use Common App or Common Black College app to create a portal. And do it some extra steps. And so, so there's some, some extra steps. That's and right. so. I was thinking the extra steps weren't necessary, but what mm-hmm. I did have happen was I had a student who did it and she had put the wrong um, date. So she put mm-hmm. spring 2023. Mm-hmm. And so because we had to do the extra step through the portals at she the different schools, it. she was able to change it. Okay. And so um, I think that's another step. Mm-hmm. Plus they want to have your information and want to see how interested you are. Yeah. Um, and one thing they do tell you is don't, um, even though you do common um, black app, 
don't create a brand new, like allow them to, because then some things get lost. You know, you may send your transcript to. Oh, absolutely. Right. So I student applied to South Carolina State three times. So (laughs) three different times, three different applications. Scream. So then eventually they had to merge everything together. Yeah. She still hadn't been accepted yet because, but they probably have realized it's all these different. Correct. Students with the same things so through Common Black College app, through yeah. Common App, and then through the website. Okay, that makes sense. Needless to say, it's her first choice. Okay. So that's why she's applied mm-hmm. three times. But okay. You just need one application. And it's in. not going to make them <laughs> move any quicker <laughs> by doing three no. applications. No. Okay. It's just, no. you know, it actually causes more confusion. Confusion. For, that is correct. I, I do believe that. Yeah. So um, keep that in mind. Checking your email. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and create those portals. Um you know, a couple of students don't want to like, well, I, you know, I don't want to go there. So I'm not going to create that. But a lot of times, you know, that's where like, that's like the lock and key of your Mm -hmm. scholarship offer. Correct. Is in that portal. Yes. So, you know, your acceptance letter is in there and Mm -hmm. then that acceptance letter, then you might get an email once you've opened that. Mm -hmm. Then you might get an email that says, you know, check for your financial aid offer. That's true. They get, let's see, FAFSA, there's a link or a thousand reminders for that particular school. And sometimes links to the honors college mm-hmm. application or a scholarship application. Right. Yeah. So make sure you're, again, we, re, we say this every episode, mm-hmm. but please, please, please check your email. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure it's a personal email, not necessarily your, not your school email. Please. So go ahead, first name, last name, mm-hmm. birth date, numbers, whatever you would like to do. Try not to use iCloud. Yeah. At Gmail, mm-hmm. at Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Those, you know, that would be yeah. ideal. Yes. So... Um, other than that, you took another trip that you shared with the people. Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, we went back to A&T. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm saying. We went it's back. A lot of, it's going back. Yeah. We went back um, for a second time. Well, Jordan didn't go the first time. So I was impressed yeah. the first time. So I wanted her to um, see it. And it was a little bit different um, because it was a tour through admissions. Right. So, you know, they had someone who was trained, I guess, to um, take students and parents through um, the process. And then we were able to go to um, the engineering um, building and um, one of the other buildings with the student, the right. um, business, yeah, which is where they wanted to go. And so it, it was different. Um, and the experience was the same for the other student who came back with me. She's already so old. Okay. And she's going. Jordan was like, oh. Okay, well, it probably made it to my top ten, but not to my top three. <laughs> leave, it to, leave it to Jordan, who has yeah. like a top ten. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah. that's good, but what you're showing is that, um, you know, you were impressed as a parent mm-hmm. enough to bring her back. Correct. And, yeah. you, I mean, you think she liked it, and she probably would do fine. So mm-hmm. you have to, you know, like we talked about in the last episode, a lot of students would do fine most mm-hmm. places, like, you know, depending on the type of student. Like right. I, like we were talking about, like I feel like I would have done fine, right, in different mm-hmm. environments, yeah. um, but it's got to be the right fit for them. It does. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm I'm learning that, but <laughs> I I take my jabs every now. And then. <laughs> um, but she said, you know, she knows she's it, going for free wherever she's going, so that she knows well, she has to put the work in. I keep saying that uh, that I'm not paying mm-hmm. for school, so wherever you go, make sure you're doing the work. Yeah. Um, and that we um, do not have to pay. And one thing about them, they have a true honors college. Right. Now they used to have an honors program, but now they have an honors college. And they have scholarships, I think I shared that before, mm-hmm. that are tied. And I think November 15th, you guys, if you're listening, if you're interested, not only in um, NCAP, but some of the other schools, are they have a hard deadline for the honors college and even some scholarships. Right. Some of the schools, November 15th is the deadline for the application. I've seen that. So make okay. sure you're checking that out. November 15th. I mm-hmm. even saw November 1st someplace mm-hmm. for competitive admissions and competitive scholarships. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind that now that places are test optional, this is around mm-hmm. the country, mm-hmm. they are holding fast to those deadlines of November yeah. 1st, November 15th, December 1st. Yeah. And for those applications to be, to be in. So for uh, A&T, you can submit your application, but you need to also Right. Submit your scholarship application. Oh, so it's a separate. Yep. It's separate. Form. Okay. Mm-hmm. So keep, there's separate. Now, that's different because a lot of schools that will say that it doesn't, you don't have to do another one. So just keep that in mind. That is true because like South Carolina State, you just went through admissions mm-hmm. and you, you were accepted well, that's to how, the honors um, college and the scholarship program. Yeah. And so USC, I don't think you had, there's not a separate yes, application. For the honors college? For the honors college, yes. yes, yes. But for some of those no. competitive scholarships, no. there's not. Mm-mm. So. 
Um, yeah, and where you University of South Carolina is test optional, mm-hmm. you still are looking at for those competitive scholarships, mm-hmm. trying to get those test scores in. So mm-hmm. we had an ACTE on the 22nd of yep. October, and there's another one in December. December. Um, SAT is the first week of December. ACT is the second week. Right. So um, go ahead and yeah do those um you know, I know people have been pushing the them off. The registrations mm-hmm. are open right now, mm-hmm. and they're going to close yes. because people are going to realize that. So for a lot of schools, mm-hmm. um, that December test is kind of the last test that will be considered for those competitive scholarships. Exactly. Um, now, like state scholarships, you have more time mm-hmm. uh, to do more, but just around the country, the, the typical last time you have to get those tests and test results back is that December mm-hmm. test. And so for... Mm-hmm. Um, sophomores and juniors are taking a test. Um, you know, keep that in mind that this is the one you can get those test results back. Yes, the this test, ACT um, TR, the test information release. Yes, Correct. test That's information right. release is mm-hmm. December. So, I know I got some people who are with the younger students, and mm-hmm. they can continue to use that information. Yeah. So that test information release is nothing that's going to bind you to anything. Mm-mm. That's going to give you um, what the test answers the booklet yeah um your answers and the correct answer yeah and the correct answer so that's Mm -hmm. important Mm because so many students i have come back and i say well how'd you do on the test i was like oh i did good right miss h you know i i know i did better this time and then you come back with that different score hadn't changed because you got to remember it's a standardized test i had this conversation with parents Mm -hmm. um this week and the idea is for you to have a standard Mm-hmm. result so you have to do something different to get mm-hmm. a different result so right. you know if you're just signing up for the test mm-hmm. just because you took it already you need a higher score but you have not done anything differently no prep no yeah the chances are you will get mm-hmm. the same score correct yeah so keep that in mind um with that um scholarships there's uh, a lot of they, scholarships uh, uh gee there there are and again i'm going through this uh, right now in October, it was hot, you right. know, with um, a lot of scholarships. And again, if you're following us on social media, Pay Scholarship Academy, we post scholarships every day. We have our ultimate scholarship books that are filled with scholarships. Um, I did a search in our um, Word document for right. our scholarships. There are over, just in our books, over 600 scholarships mm-hmm. that are available, not only just for high school students, but all great levels. And that's just in our books. In right. our database. Um, so do your research, parents. They are out there. And there's different ways to um, get money. Yes. Um, yeah. And we, we were talking about that, I think, in a conversation uh, with some parents that there are multiple ways um, right. to earn that money. A lot of local. Not as many as in January, but there are. I know there are a couple of um, sororities and fraternities. Right. That have already put their information yeah. out. It's not due. But it's out. It's out, and I have pros and cons about that. You know, mm-hmm. you open it now, and then the deadline is March. That's a lot of time. Right. <laughs> I know that we received um, from Alpha Pi Alpha Fraternity, mm-hmm. we received notification to the school counseling department to mm-hmm. kind of identify students mm-hmm. for their botillion, which is their scholarship right. deal. Right. And, you know, with that, you know, you mm-hmm. think about where they're sending it to. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm familiar with, you know, the alphas and mm-hmm the botillion and how much money you can right. get from those things. But you know, a lot of school counseling departments aren't. Mm-hmm. So parents, if you're listening and you've heard about these things, you yeah. need to go in and ask, mm-hmm. you know, so you may not know somebody who's a f- affiliated with the fraternity Correct. or sorority. Yeah. Um, but you've heard about it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times they, they have that information. Offer, they do offer scholarships and um, Jordan has the interest meeting with, um, with the sorority for the cotillion yeah. um, next Sunday or something. And I did the cotillion. Yeah. And I think um and Chanel did too. We, yeah. We raised a good bit of money mm-hmm. from the cotillion. Mm-hmm. And you know, cotillions and botillions and pageants are excellent ways. Yes. Yeah. I know people try to avoid like mm-hmm. Miss Teen, whatever, mm-hmm. but that's a way to get some mm-hmm. scholarship money. Even if you're not a pageant person, if you win the talent, right. there's money associated there's with the talent. Correct. There's uh, money associated with the gown and all mm-hmm. those different things. And so just look at in, it. In um with our chapter, the highest GPA. Yeah. Or the person who has the most community service hours. Right. I, I, I like that they have a variety. Yeah. 
of categories. So make sure that you keep that in mind. I know a lot of mm-hmm. people are like, well, I'm not a pageant person. So, mm-hmm. and they look at Miss USA and mm-hmm. Miss whatever, but you're local. Yeah, even Miss South Carolina, when they came to the fair, yeah. uh, Miss South Carolina and Miss South Carolina team, they both won, um, I think Miss South Carolina won over $85,000. Right. In scholarship money. Yeah, so just yeah. think about that a lot of times, and you'll see when you're watching those pageants, you'll, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised at how many of them are actually college students mm-hmm. and going to use that money they win or whatever they have to apply to their college education. Mm-hmm. So And just, of course, putting it on their resume. Looks nice. It really does stand and out. Even, and like I said, even though, you know, again, people are like, oh, I'm not a pageant person, but mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Even your high school pageant, mm-hmm. I know at some of the high schools there's maybe money associated with winning their pageant because mm-hmm. of different things. Um ads and yes. selling ads and yes. things like that so just there are little ways to make money and to add money to mm-hmm. your little um scholarship yeah that, i mean it's okay. another option yes you know every everyone's not going to complete an app an application and everybody's not going to want to you know write an essay so you know you're, you know you mm-hmm. and you know you're a student and child right and you know well it's like pulling teeth to get them to do that but i've gotten them to work mm-hmm. for red cross every Mm-hmm. you know on every blood drive they're working on that or every and they get 50 volunteers every year for that yeah. and you know so you know they may not understand that that's something to write about mm-hmm. but you can use those hours you know and explaining I mean, that to something else so i'm um, even i talked about before about election is coming yes up. they are voter registration is always looking for volunteers right always even if you're handing out the buttons or the stickers or they're always looking for yep. um, high school students mm-hmm. and college students to volunteer. And, you know, you, those of you who are good drivers, mm-hmm. you can ask the elderly people in your community to take. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an easy, easy way to get some community service. Mm-hmm. And then those people will be grateful to you. Sit there and wait on them to come on out. Yeah. I mean, that'll take you. You, know, you can do that for the morning, mm-hmm. honestly. And you could ask people at your church. Um, you'd be surprised how many people need to do that. It right. could be. You know, reaching out to your local nursing home um, and helping them get situated yeah. with what needs to happen. It may not be you necessarily driving, but you could coordinate some mm-hmm. different things. So be creative yeah. with and, the things that you could come up with. Just moving forward, when you're thinking ahead, I keep telling parents, uh, you're volunteering, but then also reach out to them, communicate with yeah. them about doing a recommendation letter. Yep. On letterhead. It's on letter, on yep. letterhead. <laughs> And then just do it right after that, you know, right so, after that. you know, so they, yep. there's just different things that you can do. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people struggle when I'm watching students write their resumes, mm-hmm. they struggle. I don't know what to put. I don't know what to put. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, didn't I see you after school right. running a little cheer camp at the rec? Like mm-hmm. you do it. She's like, yeah, we go there right. Monday, Wednesday. Well, write that down. That's, right. you don't have to. Are you getting paid? Well, no, I like to do it. Well, that's something yeah. you can share. Mm-hmm. Um, and then get the person that's over the rec department to verify that you've done that. Correct. Um, and I'm seeing that it, as I'm checking behind Jordan with her applications, um, especially if you guys are on Scholarships America. We keep talking about that. They are adding their scholarships in right. now. Um, talked about um, the Dell Scholars. Yes. Um, last week, I believe. No, it. well, tell us a little bit more about Dell Scholars. Dell's? Yeah, because they need to know what all they have to do because that's open, right? It is open. Yeah. Um, so, Dell, you have to be a part of one of the um, college readiness programs. So, like Abbott, Trio. Mm-hmm. Upward Bound. Upward Bound um, is on there. There, are, I think there are 20 yeah. um, programs that are on there. So, again, there's a list. So you have to go on the website, parents. Uh, and don't just say, let me add this, don't just say you're a part of this program because they're asking for the contact information. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you, so you need to know the email address of your, your counselor or your sponsor uh, for that particular organization as well. But it did open October 1st as did many other scholarships. Um, but you do have to demonstrate a financial need, and that can be um, with your FAFSA. Right. Again, it goes back to yeah. go, go ahead and completing the information because I think you have to send in a copy or yeah. upload a copy of your completed FAFSA. Okay. And I don't know if I said that um, to parents before. Once you complete it, print off a copy or either download a copy and save it right, to you your save it to computer mm-hmm, um, because there are some organizations that will ask you to upload a copy. But the thing that I love about Dell is that you, you have, you only need at least a 2.4 right. GPA um, for that particular scholarship. So again, it says uh, if you have at least a 2.4 um, GPA and you demonstrate a financial need, you should apply. Right. So that's open. 
you know, really open to interpretation. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. It's, you know. How much is that one? Uh, twenty. I believe it's 20000 Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, that one does close December 1st. So that's a quick one. That is quick to me. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they'll start, uh, and that's just one round. Right. So even though you do this application, you think that's it, cross your fingers and hope that you win, you may actually have to go through okay. another round. All right. Uh, for that particular scholarship. And um, for parents, I do want to say this, for parents who are not checking behind their students um, for scholarships, Gates sent out their announcement. Okay. For the next round, um, there is information that your counselor has to upload and then there's financial information that the student has to upload. Okay. Um, for the next round, um, I think one student says she found it in her spam. Oh, yeah. Check your spam. Yeah. So you do have to check your spam. And so October 31st is the deadline for the next round of, okay. of the Gate Scholarship. And um, so parents, just just check behind your students um, with that. Burger King, um, they say demonstrate financial need. Right. That's open, you know. Yeah, to, you know, I, I figure if you can't write a check for college, I mean, you you got some need, right? You have some need. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that's the way. I mean, yeah. I mean, right? Would yeah, you agree? I would say okay. so. Make sure you check out the Burger King when we yeah. do have students that you know who are part of Pace Scholarship Academy who mm-hmm. who've been a part of coming to things that have mm-hmm. gotten that one. Yeah, and so the Burger King scholarship is not only open to just the public, but employees, um, students right. um, whose parents work at Burger King. So it's open to a large group of people. Right. Um, and so it can range between $1,000 to 50000 Yeah. Take it. Apply for it. I would take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then um, Equitable Excellence is also open on Scholarships America. And parents, I will tell you, <laughs> you can get your kids to um, complete that application, but they are um, heavily looking at students with community involvement. Right. So, you know. If you don't, if you are doing community service, um, chances are you shouldn't waste your time. Yeah, um, doing that scholarship um, a lot. I did notice though that a lot of the things that Jordan did with the Chick Fil A scholarship, right, populated to. Oh, good. So it's the same. They must be using the same I love, program. I love. So once you put in, yeah, it's under Scholarships America. Yeah. So once you put in all your clubs and organizations, it populates to the next. Oh, well, that was encouraging for her. I, I'm sure. Of course. <laughs> Because I was not going to put that information in. So um, name, address, everything yeah. moved over to um, that application and the GE Reagan. That's also on um, Scholarships America. Okay, so GE Reagan. Mm-hmm. Equitable um, Excellence, Burger King yeah, are all under Scholarships America. And if you didn't complete Chick-fil-A, that one will close November 2nd. Yeah, and mm-hmm. go ahead and do the Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. particularly if you're doing community service and you mm-hmm. have some, because it's a community scholarship. Awards. Yeah, so yeah, um, so yeah, those scholarships. And I was going to remind people that a lot of organizations are identifying these scholarships as awards. They're not saying, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, so, you, you know, you might Google scholarships do, mm-hmm. and then you might miss it because some of these um, organizations are calling them mm-hmm. like awards or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, we need to make sure that um, when you're doing the scholarships that you're still using all the complete sentences, capital mm. letters. Correct. Because I'm still I'm still catching them. Yeah. Um, and I saw a really nice, mm-hmm. really nice, really nice essay written directly into Common App. Mm-hmm. And I asked a young lady, smart girl. Mm-hmm. I said, send it to me. She said, well, she sent me a screenshot of it written in Common App. <laughs> and so, That's the story of my life. So, I said, I just I said, just share it with me right. on the Google Drive. Oh, I didn't write it in there. Mm-hmm. I said, Well, how will we edit it? Correct. Oh, I'm sure it's pretty good. <laughs> so So I mean, so if you get that right and they're saving it in Common App, just have them copy and paste it mm-hmm. to Word, Word or um whatever and save it in that Google Drive or wherever mm-hmm. so you can share with the counselor. Um you know, think about those extra words. So mm-hmm. a lot of students are using uh, extra words in their essays that are like useless right. words, right? So I am very happy. And Grammarly will pick that up if mm-hmm. you. So if you use Grammarly, it, yes. Um, but a lot of students aren't using Grammarly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it reads well under mm-hmm. normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so I think even your English four teachers might be like, "Oh, well, that's a pretty good essay." But when you are using those words as fillers 
So if you say, well, you know, I would be extremely honored Mm -hmm. to receive this illustrious scholarship. So now we've used two (laughs) words, you know, (laughs) you know, but what happens is we're trying to get to like 250 or Mm -hmm. 500. And so scholarship committees can, you know, pick right through that and not saying they won't pick you. Right. Just saying that the essays that we've seen um, that are winning essays, a lot of the a lot of the companies and organizations will post the winning essays. Mm -hmm. So what I'll say right. um, from Emily Santiana, that one that regions, mm-hmm. one that was mm-hmm. like your during African American History Month. Right. The essays are uploaded. Mm-hmm. The winning essays are, they up. are on their so page. So read yep. some of those. You know, read some of the ones that you see because that does help. Just like yes. the winning videos for the Taco Bell scholarship mm-hmm. and stuff are up. Right. So you can get a general idea. idea. Dr. Pepper Correct. is up. So they're mm-hmm. posting those things. So. If whatever you're about to submit is way away from that, um, <laughs> sometimes daring to be different is not the answer. But Correct. just, you know, you can be creative. You can mix it up a bit. But you can look at what the committees mm-hmm. have chosen the in, the ID, past. in the past yep. to get a general idea. So that's like my little cheat code for mm-hmm. that. So look, if your essay looks nothing like this particular essay or your video looks nothing like it, like right. if you recorded it in your room and mm-hmm. you notice that on Dr. Pepper scholarship, they got like two and three people recording from different angles yep. and there's lighting and there's all those different things. If I that's agree. the winner. Right. Because <laughs> we're trying to win. He's here, you know, with Pace Scholarship Academy and Scholars and Dollars, we want you to win, win. the scholarship. Yes. So we'll put all of those that we mentioned in our um, in our uh, mm-hmm. description. Mm-hmm. And we want to know if there are any more that you can think of before we get out of here that we want people to know because we yeah. want to kind of so, push you scholarships know, we, today. Yeah, because, you know, we talk about uh, scholarships for all great levels. So um, if you have not completed the VFW, I have heard from a few posts that they are not getting applications in, yeah. not only in South Carolina, across the country. Um, so that scholarship is open for middle and high school students. So there's the Patriots Penn Scholarship. For 6th through 8th grade students, you can win $5,000. And then there's the one for ninth through 12th. Um, and those scholarships are available through the Patriot, the uh, Voice of Democracy um, scholarship. And so you do have to record uh, your essay. Also, the Emerging Scholars, the Emerging Visionaries uh, program through Prudential. Um, if you are 14 to 18, and again, community service. Yeah. Um, but... Um, they want you to share like your unique um, community service involvement that you have done something maybe that you've spearheaded um, yourself. So if you've seen a need in your community um, and you have, you know, done something to um, address that particular need, they want to hear about it. Well, make sure that you are yeah. sharing. Yes. Um, we're going to take a minute to take a break from here from one of our sponsors. You. Yes, you. Did you know you have the unique ability to positively impact a child for life? It's true. Becoming a licensed foster parent means your ability to make a life-changing difference in the life of a child is a certainty. Hi, we are Family Preservation Community Services, a private nonprofit foster care agency that works in both North and South Carolina to help children have loving and nurturing home environments. Do you have an extra bedroom? Do you have the patience to help mold and shape a child who may be a little shy and reserved due to past neglect, abuse, or other traumas? If you answered yes to any or all of the above questions and feel you are that somebody who has room in their hearts to foster a child, then please give us a call right away at 888-782-3424, extension 11 or 12, or visit the website. That's fpcscorp.com. We know becoming a foster parent is a deeply personal decision. So we greatly appreciate your consideration and we can't wait to hear from you. Definitely, (laughs) definitely reach out to um, Family Preservation um, Community Services. Um, You know, we know from being school counselors, Mm -hmm. the value of, you know, loving homes and big hearts. All the time. So if you have... um, space yes or if you know someone who does yeah definitely check them out that information along absolutely back on scholarships um so also wanted to share a little um some information for students who are currently in college okay um so again scholarships america can benefit those current college students um as well but the ab 
HBCU Scholars Program is giving $5,000 okay. to students who are in their sophomore year of um, college and you do have to attend an HBCU. Yeah. Um, so for those students, some of those students, like I met uh, even on the tour and they were talking about, oh, I'm going to listen to the podcast, Miss Ev, you need to apply for this scholarship. Okay, absolutely. This was actually one that I gave to them, but accounting, um, business, um, admin, computer science, cybersecurity, economics. Um, these are the um, the majors that they're looking for. 3.0 okay. on a 4.0 scale. Doable. It's definitely doable. And, you yeah. know, and $5,000 definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I would definitely look into that. Um, if you still have your account last year for those students who applied while in high school with Scholarships America, your account is still good. Yeah. Um, but if you have not, you can uh, create that account and um, apply for that particular scholarship as well. So they also have the Smart Scholarship Program um, that's also on Scholarship America. If you are currently in one of the 20, 21 STEM um, areas, then they are giving up to $20,000 okay. for current college students. So, does so that there's still money. And I, I wanted to share that because again, a lot of students, they apply yes. in high school, right? You and I mm-hmm. both know that. And then they fall off. Right. Right. That's because they don't have an amazing school counselor to bother yeah. them and follow <laughs> them around. So, you know, it's still a bill y'all. Correct. And it's, yeah. if you didn't get a, if you don't get a refund check the first year, there's nothing mm-hmm. against getting it the second year or third or fourth, mm-hmm. um, and making that transition to mm-hmm. college even easier. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to move off campus, yeah. you know, your mm-hmm. junior and senior year or right. sophomore year, you know, it really helps Yeah, if you have some money coming in to pay for that tuition. Yeah. Um, so continue to do that. And once you've declared your major, like, you know, like we're talking about, that's what they want sophomores. Would, right. Because, you know, you may change your major. Right. And they want to make sure you've if you've declared your major that you have that opportunity mm-hmm. to. I met uh, last week at A&T a, a student that was criminal justice or forensics or something. So right. I was telling her about the National Criminal Justice Association. She was all, also from South Carolina. So I said, oh, okay, well, they have a South Carolina chapter yeah. as well. So you can double dip and apply for, for both of those scholarships. So. Again, uh, parents that are currently struggling because I saw that in the Aggie Moms. Um, so you've uh, already Facebook. joined the Aggie Moms? Someone sent me an invite last week. I so- think, see Jordan, <laughs> as you're listening, I think your mom is trying to tell you something, but yeah, she's already right, in Aggie right. Moms and, and, and teasing your top 10. <laughs> I saw a post and I could not... I, I, you know how sometimes I'm not yeah. going to mention, you know, we'll see posts. From- <laughs> and we just share with each other. Yeah, we'll share with each other. And sometimes it's hard for you and I to not comment yes. on certain posts, especially with scholarships or college information. Yeah. But we've learned. Yes. Uh, because I think once people realize that we are counselors, they'll yeah, and, send us a message. It, it, and so it, yeah. I'm very selective. Okay. Yeah. So with Aggie Moms, um, there was uh, a post that um, some of the current Aggie Moms are struggling financially. Right. Um, with um, paying that some of them out of state. And I'm already thinking in my head, like, oh, my goodness, like UNCF, there's Thurgood Marshall, there's, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, what is your child applying um, for? And so I did message one person and from there, like 20 other people. Of course, because I, like, oh, okay. I talked to this lady. She knows. Yeah, lesson learned. And so, so I just started copying and pasting the link to our mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. to kind of help people. Mm-hmm. I know people are like, oh, I don't want to listen to another podcast. So we kind of giving you all the information right. that you would get from coming to most things. Mm-hmm. And we're sharing it every week. Correct. So if you're one of those people, just share the link yeah. with somebody to help them out. I um, This past week, I did an NCAA presentation. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was good. Okay. It was good. Um, I had basketball players. Mm-hmm. I had volleyball. Mm-hmm. I had um, track. Mm-hmm. And I had softball okay. players represented, and football, of course. And um, the high school is a pretty large high school, but there were some different kids there. So mm-hmm. um, there's a high school in Columbia, Spring Hill, that doesn't have sports. Okay. And those students play sports at, at Irmo High School. Okay. And so that was something something about, like, when I'm doing my NCAA, mm-hmm. you know, what am I doing that for, right? So mm-hmm. that's something to think about. I didn't even think about our process that when you have students who are – um, at magnet schools that don't have sports. sports yeah but they need their transcript sent mm-hmm. from a school that they're not playing the sport currently at, okay right yeah 
So you have to do it from your school that you go to because right. you're, whoever your NCAA or school counselor is, mm-hmm. who's over NCAA is going to be uploading that right. from that school. Right. It's okay for all your other things to say you play mm-hmm. and your number so and so for this high school, but that's not your home school, school. your yeah. home school. Right. So your your home school is where that stuff is mm-hmm. going to come from. So right. keep that in mind. I know a lot of people, so I didn't even process that. Right. But that's where your transcript is going to come from. Your transcript is not going to say the high school that might be your jersey number. So that's something that people right. you might be listening and and just it's common that yeah, it's and more I, common I than I think. I can, see where a parent would mm-hmm. yeah yeah and now so that was a good question that we got mm-hmm. because you know you're being recruited from that specific school mm-hmm. but in, and when you do ncaa your transcript and your academic eligibility is still coming from right. your academic institution which is your home school yeah so that gets tricky muddy mm-hmm. because you, re- you request it from the school you're playing sports at mm-hmm. they wouldn't even have access to your transcript right to upload it so just yeah. keep that in mind so um in most cases it'll be your home school and mm-hmm. you'll be communicating that information with your coach and all that because your academic stuff is going to come still truly academic was it an eye-opener for them mm-hmm. some of the things that you were sharing yes i will say that it was especially um i've now that i've started doing the play-by-play mm-hmm. aspect they do a little bit more we're talking about recruiting as well because um based on our episode the live period that we did here on scholars and dollars I got more and more questions about the recruiting part of it. Um, so I've kind of like added that in there. Yeah, and yeah. so started talking about like, you know, some people think if, if you're going to go D1, you're automatically getting a scholarship. Right. Or it's going to yeah. be a full scholarship. Right. And we've talked. And yeah. it, and there's, that's just not the case. No, no. Um, the difference between division one, division two and division three. Um, and just what that looks like as an academic scholar going into those sports. Mm-hmm. Um, Less than 60% of the kids that are in D1 actually have, you know, athletic scholarships that are, like, substantial. Right. So you're talking about when you play soccer, mm-hmm. softball, you know, so, these schools yeah. can track. Um, so I had a lot of those kids in there asking some of those questions, and the reality of it is you won't get a full scholarship, you know, unless you're Olympic speed and track or doing something substantial. Right. Um. You know, it's up to the coach to decide how much money you get from that. So mm-hmm. just because, you know, people equate like D1 with full scholarship. Yes. Yes. It, they're the only division that can offer you a full scholarship. But that doesn't necessarily it depends on what sport you play. And there's some levels, right. some levels of that. And you still need to apply to the school. I oh, just thought yeah. I'd throw you that out there. You have to be admissible just... to the school. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things that's also fantastic. I, and I don't think they realize. No. They, okay. But mm-hmm. be mindful that you want to be admissible to the school. So mm-hmm. even though. The NCAA is test optional this year. Mm-hmm. So for incoming mm-hmm. freshmen next year, fall 2023, is test optional right now. One more okay. year. Okay. Right now. And um, so while that's test optional, the school that you're applying to may not be test optional. Mm, so if that's the case, you could be academically, athletically eligible and not be admissible to that university if you do not have a test score mm. so you can't avoid it altogether right if that school's going to require you to have a test yeah. um fortunately a lot of schools are also test optional mm-hmm. but just because you are eligible through the ncaa does not make you admissible so keep that all in yeah. perspective yeah um you know, just because you got to have a 2.3 unweighted gpa to be eligible mm-hmm. academically And that school that you go to may require you to have, you know, a 3.0 out of 4.0. Because I I had a student um, that I've been working with that said, oh, my birthday, you know, I'm going to announce that I'm going, and I'm not going to say the school, but this particular school, D1 school, like you you haven't even completed the application yet. Um, He started the Common App, but, (laughs) you know. He hasn't finished it. And I guess I'm on the fence as well because then they reached out. They wanted him to graduate early. What, how do you feel about that? I told him no. Well, I, I think in depending on the I sport. I think and, they want to take him off the market. Well, <laughs> they want to lock him in. So here's the thing about that. It's tricky. The way scholarships are going right now, mm-hmm. if they have a scholarship for you to come early, mm-hmm. go. Oh. Because you're going to lose a scholarship. Oh, okay. So that's where that's coming from. So now from from that one particular scholarship, he received three more D1 scholarships. Right, of course. Yeah. So they want to, of course, they want him to come early. But um, 
you know, we have a student right now at my school. They want him to come early. Mm-hmm. One of the larger schools, one of his larger offers, want him to come early. Mm-hmm. And his mother didn't want him to go early, so right. he's going to take a smaller offer. Yeah. You know, that's going to be probably a better fit anyway and yeah. size and all that. But um, the students I had that have gone early, mm-hmm. and we're talking about spring admission. That's what yeah, you're talking spring. about, spring. Mm-hmm. Um, have done fantastic. We got a student at Appalachian State, I think. There are some students I work with that have gone to, like, live, live, I, they've left Clemson. They're going to mm-hmm. Clemson early. But you get a chance to get in there and get in the weight room early. You get acclimated yeah. to campus. Yeah. And it's not as much stress. Gotcha. But with that being said, that means they had a scholarship for you mm-hmm. available. And that's something I also added to the play-by-play. I talk about the transfer portal as well. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. for football and basketball, if someone's telling you you need to come early, mm-hmm. it may not just be because they want to take you away from your family and those mm-hmm. things. It might be we have money for you to come. Okay. And if you don't come, gotcha. if you wait, yeah, there could be somebody else who's going to come and yeah. we're going to give it to this other guy. Gotcha. Because all things being equal, sometimes, you know, the other option is – works out best mm. um and particularly if you're academic like if you struggle academically mm-hmm. they want you may want you to come up and take some classes gotcha. um and if you qualify for some things like Pell grant there's a mm-hmm. lot of things mm-hmm. right yeah that can work in your favor or work against you so gotcha. if you qualify for some things and they're not having to put out that much money so mm-hmm. say you qualify for a Pell grant have mm-hmm. your parent just pass so early mm-hmm. they can use that Pell grant to pay pay for your education right so there's yep, a lot of different sense. things mm-hmm. that athletic departments do to save money yeah and they make money you know it's I, all a business. when they ask me i i think on the mama side the the counselors i'm like oh my gosh like he's not ready no they usually are not yeah <laughs> I'm like he's not but sure they, enough and some people and i don't know what we have listeners from all over the country right. and some around the world if leaving early can save you well, your life that's true yeah because we have kids who you know who are in bad areas and they need their sometimes mm-hmm. their college coaches like pretty much if it's not football season and if i don't get him out of that area yes. he might not make it yeah or he might not ever make it right between just the atmosphere mm-hmm. um but we've had students leave early they come back and graduate it's tough yeah but for some depending on the area and looking mm-hmm. at the situation you know don't just think that it's automatically bad right but we also don't want you to lose scholarship because yeah. you, you know, they want you to get in that. So they've, you know, they've added that as an official like time. So yeah. you have that sign in well, time Well, this now. particular person, he still needs his English four. Yeah, they should have told him that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also talk about that in the play by play too. Um, how about so, get your stuff done yeah. earlier? So yeah. I schedule kids. I I don't think I may have some athletes doing English mm-hmm. four or their math in the spring, but mm-hmm. it was their fault. No, I'm just yeah. Uh, but no, we want to try to get it done as early as mm-hmm. possible because you don't know if that's going to happen. Plus, you don't know if you need to do any retakes. So yeah. you try to do as much. Because their option was to let him take English 101. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if he Well, does. if he's still waiting to take English 4, he probably don't need to take English 101. So that, you know, so you know your student. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, it's like, yeah. They need to go early to get, you know, yeah. they, they could be undersized and they can get in the weight room and you think about the nutrition programs and stuff. Yep. Got a better chance of, of working your way into the fold. Yeah. If you can participate in those spring football games. Yeah. Um, you see it with basketball sometimes, but mm-hmm. rarely because that's like in the middle of your basketball season. Mm-hmm. So you just, you know, you see it more with football. football. They're like, oh, you can come early. Right. Um, and that's just because they can yeah. have a certain number of scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, that works well. Yeah. If you have your courses. So I'll talk about that. Yeah. Having your courses done by your seventh semester. And then that way, if an offer or opportunity comes available and they're like, oh, you know, you should come in the spring. Yeah. Then you have an opportunity. And that makes sense. They're and that could be the difference between yeah. whether you go division one mm-hmm. or division two anyway. So keep that in mind. Um, when you're scheduling parents who are listening, ninth, 10th, 11th, it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you took those sciences or if you say, oh, I'm not going to take that till senior year, you know, but if you can take your school allows you to take American government econ in ninth or 10th grade, like right. some schools allow that. Right. Um, then it doesn't hurt to do that. You don't have those extra classes like lingering in your senior year, in your senior year. So my recommendation is get as much done as possible. Yes. Going into that senior year. So that way your coach is like, Oh, well they're already eligible. They've already taken everything. So there's no reason. Yes. Not to take my kid because I, all, all he or she has to do is apply yeah. to school. Right. So that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, so it's tough. Cause it is. Especially <laughs> when they find out late and it's like, well, where were you? 
whatever. Yeah. But you know, those coaches are like, do you have everything? Do you have everything? Right. Um, but rushing it mm-hmm. is not my my suggestion. Mm-hmm. No, you just if you have it in place to do, yeah, right. that's one thing. But rushing them out is not always good either. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, those those have gone well. I've had some students that were there. I had a student who wasn't even playing the sport. Mm. Yet, oh, but they were a senior. Okay, okay. it was going to be tough. Never play a sport? Uh, not since COVID. Okay, not the sport they're interested. In. Oh, okay. So I did tell them that you know, there's a difference. Like there's a way to move on mm-hmm. with the sport. There's Division three options, um, but people don't understand. I think and sometimes, and I'll you know as we do this every week, people don't think about the wear and tear on your body the job like scenarios at division one and division two programs put you in there, you are there working like you, you know, as a part of their program. So the mental health aspect of committing to these schools and these early morning practices and all these requirements is a real thing. It is. So if you don't love your sport, um, trying to commit to it at a division one level is torture. Like, you know, I know people mm-hmm. do it as a means to an end. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to get my, you know, my family out the wherever. Yeah, yeah. But the percentage of students that go on to pro is so small that, you you know, your life-changing time, you know. You know, I had a student came in one day. He's like, you know, I'm going to be a one and done. Okay. I was like, wow. Because mm-hmm. that means you plan to play <laughs> basketball in college for one year. And I've been, I've heard this probably two or three times mm-hmm. and I don't have a one and done yet. Right. I want one because right. that'd be nice, yeah. but it's just not likely. I have some students right. that, you know, have the capacity to go on to the next level mm-hmm. and they work hard and they, you know, they're still working, but at the same time, the percentage yeah. that, you know, there's like, look, there's a little look. You have to not be injured. I mean, there's just a lot of things that go into right. getting to that next level. It doesn't mean that you're not talented enough but your cards kind of got to fall in a way that works right it's like getting to the state championship if you play if you, mm-hmm. if you coach ever coach people listening or you play any sports like somebody might have to lose you know you had to get through no injuries mm-hmm. the ball got to bounce in your direction and that's literally and figuratively how some of these things work right. so a lot of students put this down but the way that you're getting to save your family a lot of times is that degree Getting a degree. So we want your degree to be free. Free. So look at it more (laughs) like, you know, a scholarship that's a means to an end. I mean, I don't have any debt. Right. When I finish these four or five years of college. I agree. So, you know, think about the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not coming home for Thanksgiving break. You're not coming home for Christmas break. If that's a huge deal for you, then playing college basketball is not what you want to do. It's just not. It's just not. Division one basketball, you know, you'd be playing all break. Mm-hmm. You don't have that time. Right. And, um, you know, a lot of people just don't realize that until they get there. And I see them talk about transferring and, yeah. and, um, or going to a smaller school because it is work, you know? Yeah. Um, so we want to make sure that you are aware of that. And that's the other side of it that parents need to, when you're doing those workshops to share all of that. Like, yeah, they, yeah. it is a job. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's your commitment to that. Yeah. And so that's like with honors colleges, right? A lot mm-hmm. of these schools have, requirements associated with their honors colleges so just like a scholar athlete same with our scholars right like it's all the same there's a commitment this money doesn't come from anything it's not you know just like writing these essays Mm -hmm. you know students who don't like to write essays Mm -hmm. well i want scholarships you got to help me with these scholarships coach i'm like okay sure (laughs) what what essay have you been sending oh i only applied to a place that didn't have essay Uh, oh okay okay. (laughs) (laughs) so 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 I can still can help, but right. what you're saying to me is we've got to go back and start. I'm thinking, you know, the school, a lot of students I've been working with, we already have a personal statement or mm-hmm. something. I'm helping them kind of finagle to work with right. different scholarships. Right. But if you haven't applied any place that requires one, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> but, and you've backed yourself into a corner. If that, right. those are the only schools that, oh, okay, well, we'll have to just. Yeah, it's, I'm still working. Jets. I'm still working on that because yeah. you know they had me do an essay. I was like, how long was yeah. it? 250 words. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so just go ahead and start. So if you've applied, nothing's wrong with if your school didn't require one mm-hmm. because the you know, Common Black College App doesn't require one, and I got a whole list in our office 
that students, mm-hmm. you know, so I can tell you right. what's not required. And based on your GPA or and or test score, I can tell you you can apply there and you don't need to attach anything. But that doesn't mean I don't expect you to have an essay. It's and We're moving toward November. So you want to go ahead and have something written so that we can kind of work through that. Yes. Um, any other scholarships you can think of? I know some deadlines have passed now. Yes, finally. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad. But um, there are some, you know, local start looking or uh, I think one of the students um, that I was talking to um, last week just said that her school counseling office, they're not sharing anything but when i call the counseling office they have a google classroom <laughs> yeah just haven't joined yeah just and, and think about that so yeah. you know a lot of stuff we're putting on our schoology page mm-hmm. and our schoology group and the kids are like well i can't find it mm-hmm. but you know just go ask parents call and Please, you know just call just call and yeah. ask or you just click around the website yourself because mm-hmm. it's really not hard to find yeah. typically um and even if your school there are some smaller schools yes um there are also some bigger schools that, you know, they may just share links or, you know, things like Scholarships America, but call. Yeah. Um, they may actually have like a binder or, mm-hmm. you know, a folder somewhere. Um, but it you'll be surprised if you actually pick the phone up but and call the, the school counseling office. Pace Scholarship Academy books all have their... For, for, yeah, South South, for South Carolina, you do have counties. Yes, we have all the counties. Um, and then for the national book, for the middle high school book, um, again, all you know, we have scholarships all year, 12, yeah. 12 months. And then for those uh, undergrad and graduate school students um, as well. But, yes, the South Carolina, if you do live in South Carolina, that is a great resource. Right. Um, and just a guide. So, you know, it may not have the link to the application, but it gives you the idea, okay, well, I'm looking for the Red Hats Ladies Club. Right. You know, scholarship. Let me call the school counseling office and yeah. say, you know, has this application come in. Right. You know, because I believe my son or daughter meets those requirements. Right. So. And just ask the questions. Yeah. And, um, and keep a list. Um, yes. Again, I talked about like an Excel spreadsheet or, I mean, if you want to go old school, just get a notepad or a notebook. Notebook works fine. Yeah. Or print out whatever you find and just print or, out, or put it in the binder. You yeah. know, I talked about put it in the binder. Uh, but again, parents, it's, I'm telling you on the parent side of this, they are coming in. Um you know, it can be overwhelming. Um, some of your students, your children may work. Yeah. Um, it's regionals, I think. What do you call it? Mm-hmm. For football right now. Oh, so. yeah. Well, not, yeah, <laughs> so, we're, we're in the region. Yeah. You know, and we're getting into the nitty gritty. Yeah. So, again, if you think your athlete is um, concentrating on scholarships and college applications, they probably are not. Yes, yeah, so just remind them. <laughs> So just remind just them. a gentle reminder. Yeah, so we, we want to make sure that we continue to support mm-hmm. anything that you need. So mm-hmm. um, I think next week we'll take a stab at the mental health aspect yes. of this. Yes. I think that's going to be our next episode. So make mm-hmm. sure you tune in for that. Um, thank you so much for listening yeah. to the Skulls and Dollars podcast with H&M. We'll um, see you next time. Yeah. Tell them where you can find you. Um, Pay Scholarship Academy IG and at Facebook we post scholarships daily and we also have our ultimate scholarship books yeah so and you can find me on instagram at future plans underscore um we'll start sharing some more and um thank you so much for listening all right see you next time